Hey kiddos and welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures. I am joined this week by Robert Moore, aka Bloody Honey, uh, game developer, currently working on uh, the game Card Witch. Is that the working title or final title? Still final title, because we're not real good at coming up with titles, it turns out. And that one works. <laughs> it's it's descriptive. There's cards, there's witches. But today we are talking about uh, uh, something that is uh, a little distant from that uh, that realm. We're talking about wrestling. We're diving back in. Um, we we had our first. We sort of dipped our toes in to the the world of professional wrestling months ago when uh, when Matt Jones, aka uh, Pillow Fort on Twitter, uh, he he came on the show and we talked about uh john cena and uh since then a number of people have requested that we come back that we we do do one more one more tour one more uh circuit and we're talking today about the the biggest dad of all in professional wrestling you know king wrestle dad everyone's wrestle dad wrestlemania we are talking about vince mcmahon Dad of dads, I think. Pretty cool. sure he's everyone's dad. Everyone's dad except his dad. Clearly. Yeah. Um, wow, Vince McMahon. Where do you even start with a guy like that? Um. Uh, I mean, we gotta we gotta go straight into it. The man yeah. doesn't know what a, the man doesn't know what a burrito is. He doesn't know what a burrito is. He doesn't know what a burrito is. So, just just to, just to lead into all these wild stories of this strange rich man. Who I'm pretty, I'm still not convinced is a real person. Pretty sure this is just a wrestled character brought to life. He apparently, sometime in the early 90s, in the high day of wrestling, we all watched it because we were kids. Uh, there was a storyline where he, one of the wrestlers, was supposed to get a spiked burrito, which is already a great combo of words. Fantastic. I'm not, I'm not sure what you spike a burrito with. And. He interrupts the meeting in the writer's room to shout about, to just straight up shout, what's a burrito? No one knows what a burrito is. No one's ever heard of a burrito. <laughs> How am I supposed to sell this idea of a burrito to people? I have to explain what a burrito is now. But the worst part about this is he had eaten a steak burrito every day for lunch. <laughs> His... His assistant would bring in half of a steak burrito, and he would eat this steak burrito with ketchup and call it a steak wrap. Wow. And that, that, what is it about rich, old rich white men and eating steak with ketchup? I don't, I don't get that. It's upsetting. I mean, for those, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm very black, so seasoning and stuff is a thing I understand. I understand ketchup on steak. Is that a white people thing? I don't know. I, well, my family is, like, my mom is English, so there's a whole different kind of set of problems um, that we have as a people. We, we, you know, we've got, like, HP sauce on the steak, which is... um, Wait, oh, what's what's an HP sauce? That's Harry Potter sauce. Um, It's uh, magic wizard sauce. Okay, magic. Or you got your Worcester Worcester Mm. sauce? Yeah, no one knows. No one actually knows how to say it, but, um, but yeah, and there is uh, an, an unfortunate connection with the current president 
of these United States here in that um, they feuded for a while on wrestling. Uh, mm. I discovered Vince McMahon yes. and Donald Trump uh, were feuding for a period and um, very famously had a hair versus hair match where the loser would have to shave his head. Uh, they didn't actually wrestle. Uh, Vince McMahon they wanted had, to. They had, but they had proxies wrestle. But to back up a bit, Vince McMahon um, is basically the guy who built professional wrestling into what it is today for better and for worse, I would say. Um, is that accurate, do you think? I'd say so. Like, I came into wrestling as a, a small child, so my entire my entire history of wrestling has had Vince McMahon in it. In fact, I distinctly remember the periods of time where Vince McMahon would come into the ring and wrestle. Because he's, he's a big man. He's a large guy, but he wears he's, a suit all the time, which is really funny. He's, he's still a big man, and suddenly all those weird walking gifts make a lot more sense. Because <laughs> those things seem tight. He's... That's, that's, a lot, that's a lot of man. Yeah. So, his... Okay, so Vince McMahon, here's, here's um, the sort of... And I have to preface this with... Um, I'm not a wrestling... I wouldn't call myself a wrestling fan. I appreciate the wrestling arts. Um, I have never really followed it. I just know about it because I'm on the internet and a lot of uh, a lot of people are very much into it. But I have done some reading. And um, Vince McMahon, the actual human man on Earth, um, he grew up in North Carolina... And he apparently lived with a very abusive stepfather and, um, like, got into fights. Like, his stepfather just, like, beat him up. He would, like, try and fight back. Um, and he has said that it's unfortunate that his stepfather died before he could kill him. Um, which... That sounds right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think you would say. Um, yeah, apparently as early as six years old, he would fight back. Um, and, um, so I think at some point he was sent to a military academy, um, and afterwards he ended up finding his biological father who was running a wrestling federation. Um, I forget which one. I believe it, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure the word Florida is in there somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, his basically his his biological father is like this wrestling guy, and Vince um, wants to get involved, and his father's like, "No, this isn't a job for like this isn't a good job. Go get a job in government." Um, and uh, but he he really just like was into the uh the business, and like so pesters his father. Uh, waits and and it's like keeps keeps pressing pressing and he's eventually allowed to promote a few cards in um the sort of backwaters of his father's wrestling circuit because like at the time wrestling looks very different than it does today basically um we're talking about regional wrestling uh circuits that didn't really um they sort of had these truces right where they're like not really impinging on each other's territories there was sort of this recognition that okay i have this area you have this area and we don't really like no there's no world wrestling federation at this right. point there's, there's no there's going to be no crossover between people who are wrestling like in east east north carolina and east 
right down the middle. Right, right. So um, basically, the the kind of short version, I think, is um, Vince McMahon uh, gets involved in the industry, in the business, and um, eventually sort of uh, uh, in the sort of 80s, becomes this like becomes like a, a commentator um and is working as as like an announcer basically and just sort of takes greater and greater part in in the business and eventually uh creates this character called um like Mr. McMahon which is Vince McMahon but it's the fictional persona of Vince McMahon in the drama of wrestling and they slowly and at this point i think he's inherited um his father's uh his father's uh, circuit and he also basically creates the WWF like he right. he starts uniting all of these different circuits um and sort of like taking them over and creates it turns wrestling into this televised national phenomenon um and so he starts appearing on on wrestling as Mr. McMahon, who is like also this commentator, but then um, there's this like storyline where people are like, he's actually the chairman of the WWF, not Gorilla Monsoon, who is like this puppet or something. And it's uh, Vince McMahon that's like pulling all the strings like behind the scenes. And, um, and so like around, you know, like the mid nineties, he sort of solidifies himself as a persona, like, within the drama and it's this interesting thing of like a sort of meta story where like the stories become not just about the feuds between the characters but like about the organization itself like i'm i'm pretty sure a lot of <clears throat> i don't know if the we must stop mr mcmahon story started in the i don't know if they started in the late 80s or not but there's definitely a lot of what rapidly became like other wrestlers straight up having matches with Mr. McMahon right. for their contracts. Him, him dramatically coming out and just screaming, if you don't win this match, you're fired. It's like, well, I'll fight you, old man. <laughs> and it's like, even, even 10 year old me is like, that doesn't seem like how the corporate world works, but okay. <laughs> I'll go fight my boss for my job. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon is actually behind. He helps uh, coordinate the uh, a match with Muhammad Ali versus Antonio Inoki, who in, Antonio Inoki is a he is the founder of the, the Japanese equivalent of WWE, uh-huh. but also he was a mixed martial artist. Which that fight that fight's famous because it it's it's bizarre for one reason. Like Inoki spends his entire time in the match laying on his back because they told him he couldn't do drop kicks he had to keep foot on the ground to kick but also it's famous because the end of the match ends with um he had kicked muhammad ali in his shins enough times that they like had to fly him out for surgery and muhammad ali's like his his, his, his he could not walk right for the rest oh of his God. life it's like Vince McMahon is like very proud yeah i i crippled muhammad ali yeah it's <laughs> oh like you can't God. Can't be proud of that. What are you doing? You're bad. But, like that. That that subs up the whole the 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 mix of businessman and wrestling character. And like to the question of the, does he know he could turn that off? Does he choose not to? 
Right. Yeah. And there's definitely a lot of blurring of um, maybe more than any other wrestling persona. I think there is blurring of him being a bad guy in like real life and then his character being this awful dude too so like one of the really key incidents of the whole mcmahon uh history is of course uh the montreal screw job oh we're getting into this <laughs> this is one of the three things i know about wrestling what are the three things you know uh, the three things I know about wrestling are The Rock, um, Montreal Screwjob, mm-hmm. and there's a wrestler right now named Alexa Bliss, who is my girlfriend. Um, and I don't mean that in the sense of, like, I want her to be my girlfriend. I mean, she has the exact same facial structure and mannerisms as my girlfriend, and it's very entertaining. Um <laughs> I imagine getting into an argument with your girlfriend is incredible because if <laughs> if nothing else, all I know about Alexa Bliss is that she makes the best faces. They're such good faces. I love those faces. Just completely done with everything. Yep. 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 Um. So Montreal Screwjob. What happens? You got Shawn Michaels. You got Brett, the Hitman Hart. Yeah, people um, know who these are. Yeah, these are cl- your classic yeah, we're '90s wrestlers. We're good. Well, you know, Shawn Michaels, like, um, God, Shawn Michaels is, I guess, one of the, to not spend too long on this, but he's like one of the first wrestlers to really take wrestling from being like, you know, American superheroes versus like Russians or like whatever foreign caricatures. Um, and he's now, he's just like sex and like dicks and rock and roll and stuff. Right. That's right. his thing. Like he, I, heartbreak kids like the the guy came out and was like who's the sexy man who's kicking people in the faces that's Shawn michaels <laughs> yeah you he, you want him to kick your husband in the face and take you home because he's Shawn michaels <laughs> once again vince mcmahon's billing mm-hmm. uh so okay so montreal screw job is basically Shawn michaels versus um bret hart bret hart is defending his championship against uh his longtime rival and michaels uh uses a submission hold on Mm -hmm. hart uh hart does not submit and mcmahon orders the referee to ring the bell anyway so he loses the title Shawn michaels becomes the champion and uh vince mcmahon um and this is sort of he's he screwed him out of the title um and this is his like real big first like character heel turn right Right. um he's just like hey fuck you bret hart like i'm giving Shawn michaels the title bret hart was also leaving i believe i think he was going to a competitor so it was like oh we can't let him take that bell with him no right right that's that's (laughs) a bad look Um, yeah and told bret like yes wrestling's fake but it's mostly choreographed like people yeah you come into the match knowing usually how it's gonna end and you get to that conclusion yeah so brett being in that submission hole not knowing that vince had decided oh he's not leaving here with that belt yeah so (laughs) it's not a good look really when (laughs) everywhere the ring is confused as to what's going on right which is why it was like it's not just like oh this is like a dick move for that character it's like that is a dick move to do dad your your boss just basically came in and clear out your desk while you're at lunch <laughs> right right yeah um 
Oh my God. And then about 10 years later, there is this storyline where um, Vince McMahon is apparently killed. He gets in a limousine and then it explodes. Yes! And... And WWE is like, oh, uh, Mr. McMahon is presumed dead. And um, and the problem is that that happens on June 11th. And then June 25th, uh, there's, there was going to be a memorial for Mr. McMahon. But... Right, but... Uh, actual, 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 yeah, actual wrestler Chris Benoit had, um, just, just died. Had just died in a, uh, murder-suicide, right? Yeah, it, murder-suicide, it actually, like, prompted a lot of investigation on how the WWE's and its wrestlers, and it, it basically created the health and wellness, uh, policy in the WWE. Right. Because he had... Chris Benoit had died on the night they were supposed to do the in-story memorial for Mr. McMahon. Yes. So he comes out on stage and is like, um, and is just like, well, hey, that death was just my character as part of a fake wrestling storyline. Um, and then they do a tribute to him. Um, and then when they found out the circumstances under his death, they are like, we're never going to mention him again. <laughs> he's, he's, he's blacklisted to the point where they, they put out their on-demand service and they would not put out episodes where Chris Benoit had been featured. Right, yeah. I think now they have like a disclaimer in front of all of them. I think it's only him and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Hulk Hogan, speaking of Hulk Hogan, we haven't mentioned the whole steroids thing. Oh my god! Okay, the, which which one? <laughs> so what I know is that um, apparently Vince McMahon used to get steroids delivered directly to his office, both for him to use and to uh, distribute to Hulk. And the thing there being is, at the time, the, they um they hadn't really like cracked down on steroids at the time but also vince was just it, there's like reports of vince going in and injecting some of the guys for them right just just a whole still holster and they get this in your butt real fast like it's there there's reports of him calling guys who are about to go into matches and like making sure they had taken their medicine <laughs> like please tell me you have taken the stuff the steroids that came delivered to my office because i need you in your in your big buffest shape before you go out and do the wrestle. <laughs> uh-huh. Um Yeah, I mean he was uh indicted in 93 uh for the the steroids uh controversy and um went to trial in 94 and um uh he was eventually acquitted um and then went back to uh, being the just controlling the Dilly Dilly F. I think that was about the time he had to he had to admit that the WWF was staged. Right. Yeah. Because because up to that time he of course when you're when you're the promoter of a combat sport you kind of have to go out there like no it's real I promise yeah but 
because of the steroid scandal, he definitely had to admit every everything was staged. And I came, I can't remember. He definitely came back to WWF the next week or so, and like straight up said, "No, I was all lies." Said to the FBI, so they wouldn't believe it. Wrestling's real. Wrestling's real. <laughs> tapping, the, tapping the mic real close. Wrestling's real. Then got in trouble for that. And then back and forth in trouble for like maybe a month. It's like, no, just stop talking. <laughs> I just remember the XFL. Oh, God, the XFL. The XFL. Vince McMahon tried to start a football league. He, he created his own football league. With the rules being that after – I don't remember how – I don't know enough about football to know how the rules differ. I just know that after so far, the rules stopped existing of football. <laughs> Wait, what are the – okay, I'm going to look look up the – what are the um, – It was like after, after 30, 40 yards or something, yards, three yards. After you cross the yard line, it just – Oh, there's can, grass stadiums. Right. Uh, there's no artificial turf. There's no point after touchdown kicks. Uh, there's like a bunch of weird stuff. Um, there was a, there was a man with a jersey that said he hate me on it. <laughs> and eventually, two other men got jerseys that said, "I hate he, I hate he too." <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah, it it was this was um, yeah, like very early two thousand. It was two thousand one. There was one season of the XFL. Um, and then NBC pulled out of its contracts. It, fair, like <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And nobody wants to watch wrestling football, right? Um, it lost. Uh, NBC and the WWF lost thirty-five million dollars. So, uh, yeah. It um also Lorne Michaels was apparently critical of the show because the game went into double overtime and um I guess cut into SNL's airtime. How did, once again, I don't know enough about football. I feel like double double overtime is not a thing often. Um you know, I is- don't know. <laughs> um I know okay, no first downs. Um there's no first downs. And yeah, there is a second overtime. I think there's a second overtime in college football. Um, but but yeah, there's also full bump and run coverage. Oh no, I just found the rules list. Halo, Halo rule. That sounds fake. <laughs> oh, that sounds fake. Similar rules in Canadian football. Yeah, it's super fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon also uh, tried to uh, take over bodybuilding at one point yes it's part of the reason why he hired on very large man alleged world's strongest man mark henry yes <laughs> but the thing is vince mcmahon is also apparently the most competitive person in the gym in his advanced age at the time and try to get into a competition with world's strongest man mark henry who has on record dragged trucks full of concrete mm-hmm. in competitions and for every rep mark did he did too which turns out if you're not an actual professional bodybuilder you wind up kind of disabled like muscles rebel against you for a couple of days and of uh, muscles 
muscles <laughs> rejecting Vince McMahon's body is a common thing, it turns <laughs> out. I think everyone has rejected Vince McMahon's body. Um, speaking uh, of that, actually, uh, he gave an interview with Playboy in 2001 right as the XFL was, like, gearing up. And so this was at the time when he thought it was going to be a big deal. But there's a quote where um, Playboy is like, hey, when you step aside, will you write a death scene for your for Mr. McMahon? And he said, a death scene? No, that wouldn't be reality unless, you know what? I believe in the laws of nature. When it's time for me to go, I would like you to be devoured. <laughs> I can imagine it. I can imagine the face you're making. When it's time for me to go, Vince McMahon said, I would like to be devoured by the biggest, baddest carnivore that ever walked the face of the earth. Nice. Oh, no. And then I'd like that son of a bitch to get indigestion and vomit my remains back up. Mm-hmm. And Playboy said, a romantic finish. And he's like, yep. And they're like, and you know what you'd get? And he's like, great ratings. <laughs> no! So, everyone, I hope I hope he still wants to be bored on live TV. Uh, oh. I mean, this is this is the same man who pitched several several storylines, actually, where he is the father of his daughter's baby. <gasps> and wasn't there <laughs> also a storyline where uh, Leprechaun was his son? Yes! Yes! Uh, Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Uh, and then he makes him kiss his butt. He, he, he makes him, he is, goes into the middle of the ring and drops his pants and says, kiss my ass. Join the kiss my ass club. Yep. <laughs> and I, there were shirts, there were kiss my ass shirts. I remember seeing a Kiss My Ass shirt in the wild and was very confused because I had lapsed out of wrestling at that time and caught back up. It was like, I will not get those hours back in my life. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and, um, I mean, at this point, uh, he's not as involved as he used to be, is he? I mean, his, I his think children this, are... and then, I, think this, I think at this point, his, his daughter, Stephanie, runs the company like proper her and her yeah. husband her and her husband uh wrestling man triple h uh I, the, the ages stand for um here 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 um you, you're closer than i i was gonna guess no um they stand for uh, human hurts human hurts human human hurts human they stand for kiss my ass it's he just he just couldn't spell it um no, I actually know what they stand for. I'm not a total mark. So I only recently learned it, which says probably more about me. I just assume, I just always assume. Oh, it yeah, stands Triple H. for yeah. Hunter X Hunter. It's yes. his favorite anime. Of course. Um, <laughs> but he, um, yeah, he and Stephanie, uh, Stephanie McMahon Levesque, um, which is Paul Michael Levesque's. Uh, name Uh, there's no no H's anywhere which is weird but they are sort of I think more uh, involved in the sort of running of the actual thing and then the um, the storylines as well although I can't really speak to that because I don't watch wrestling as I said I I come and go yeah it's always a what's what's going on with those wacky kids what's what what's what's Vince got that Cena boy doing this week yeah. He 
speaking of John Cena, mm-hmm. and timely because of the movie that came out with the, the Guardians crap. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Um, actor Dave Bautista and John Cena were in a match in 2005 together where they both managed to eliminate each other at the same time. <laughs> Vince McMahon comes out furious. In character, I believe he's furious. I don't think actual. I don't think. I'm pretty sure this one was staged. This one was planned. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he comes in. He's, he's doing his tantrum thing. He's doing the Vince McMahon walk. Legs are going in every direction except the correct ones. And he um, hops into the ring but steps wrong and blows out the quad on his left leg. <laughs> and in the surprise of blowing out the quad on his left leg and back to our topic of Vince McMahon's muscles completely rejecting him, he takes another wild Vince McMahon step and blows out the quad in the other leg and just kind of flops onto the mat and just sits there while a bunch of referees are like... So it's a scene of Vince McMahon comes into a ring and very casually sits down while <laughs> referees and John C- young John Cena and Batista are, are all shouting at each other. He's just on the ground with his hands on his hips like, hmm, okay, yes, hmm. <sighs> he's breathing real hard. <laughs> At the time, you're like, oh, okay, he's just very upset with the results. I'm not sure why he's sitting, but <laughs> no, it's because he's literally fallen and can't get up. It's, it's this man, this man, this entire man. This whole man, the whole man. Um, yeah, it's Buck Wild, and he is, I mean, yeah, just a bad actual man and has portrayed a villain, which I guess probably isn't difficult for him but you have to wonder like how much of that was like i don't know it's interesting like you have this like bad bad dad portraying i mean i am not sure that like he is a bad father but like he's a dad and and he's bad not a a bad dad but a bad dad a a bad man who is a dad who is a dad portraying in some cases a bad dad like he's like oh i found out that this leprechaun is my son uh well kiss my ass son Please don't, please don't make your your strange son kiss your ass. Don't do that. Um, don't, make him, don't make him join the ass. Kiss you have son. to wonder, like, I don't know how much. It's weird with a guy like Vince McMahon because, like, more than a lot of other wrestling stuff, it makes you wonder, like, where does the character start and end? Right. Like, the WWE does not have unions. Right. Uh, equal, equal parts Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Right. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, so a lot of it is. It's it's tossed up because Vince McMahon is also, aside from his rival, his brief rivalry with uh, Donald Trump, who is in the WWE Hall of Fame, the McMahons were like the number one contributor to his campaign, mm-hmm. and like Linda McMahon is currently I don't remember what she's doing in the White House. I blanked oh, out God, on that. Yeah, she's she's there. I don't I don't like to think about it, but he um so it's a, it's a toss up because like there's. In order to support the wrestlers, you have to – you basically have to buy their merchandise. You have to see them at the shows because that's where they get the compensation. Yeah. Like peop- the, 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 the champion gets paid the most because the champion pulls in the most merchandise. It's like it's not you get the belt, you get a, ra- a bump at the raise. It's like, oh, now we're doing a push, and the yeah. push is where the money comes from. But at the same time, you go to support Wrestler X who you like a lot. You're also still putting money in Vince McMahon's pocket who's putting it down Trump's pocket. It's like, I, how do I avoid this? There's no real way. There's no real way to separate the two. Right. Like, some some wrestlers now have side gigs. Um, WrestleMan, large WrestleMan, who's in games. 
Xavier Woods. I'm real bad at names today. <laughs> Xavier Woods runs his YouTube channel, so it's e- you can support him that way. But if you want to buy like a Xavier Woods t-shirt, you still have to like some of that money's going to Vince McMahon. Right. Yeah. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. It, okay, Xavier Woods, is he in that stable that did like the Dragon Ball thing? Yes. He's, oh my god. He's 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 with those those wonderful boys. <sighs> They're so good. Um yeah, I know. I'm just talking nonsense for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I guess um yeah, the new day. They came out like last year, I think, in like like Vegeta's armor basically they they came out of a giant box of cereal (laughs) with with bootios written on the front (laughs) and they 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 knocked the box of cereal out and came out in in insane armor and it those protect those boys from Vince McMahon don't don't let that man ruin them they're beautiful I'm seeing a picture of uh yeah they've got unicorn horns and uh they hosted this year dressed as Final Fantasy characters, <laughs> and I'm I'm I know Vince does not run things as much as he used to. I'm pretty sure that's all Stephanie and Triple H. But I would like to I would like to picture as a the man doesn't know what a burrito is. I don't think he knows what Final Fantasy is. <laughs> yeah, like, there is wanna, no way. I want to be in that board meeting. It's like so. Then they come out and a Moogle comes out. It's like what the what the hell's a Moogle? No one knows what a Moogle is. <laughs> yeah it's it's hard it's hard for a wrestling fan who doesn't want to also support trump so um yeah linda mcmahon is like the the small business association something vince and linda have definitely tried to put linda in political positions several times before yeah yeah she lost she lost a bunch of elections in their like early 2010s right it's there's just stories of people who are get a knock at their door and Stephanie and Triple H are there handing out flyers for Linda McMahon. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess in the moment, if you super love, if you're a super wrestling fan and they're at your house and they hand you a flyer, you're 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 going to lose your mind. But mm-hmm. also it's like, uh, she's running for what now? <laughs> for, from, for, for mayor? Is she, I don't think, is she, I don't think she's qualified for that. Don't tell Vince. Well, uh, I think that we'll probably do it for this episode, unless there's any other fun Vince facts you want to close with. I do actually have uh, a one more. Oh, let's do this. I got uh, one, too. He hates sneezing. Beat me to it. Okay, yes. well, that's one. Why don't you... Sh- yeah. No, no, no. I wanna... Why does a man hate sneezing? Please, tell people. Uh, because when, so when someone sneezes, he yells at them and tells them to control themselves. And we're getting this from a, an incredible Reddit thread about Vince McMahon stories. I will link to it in the show notes. Um, and when he, on the rare occasions that he sneezes, according to this thread, he angrily mutters to himself and loses focus for a few minutes. Just, um, there's, he hates yes men. He hates if, yes men. If you if you nod at Vince McMahon, he is very upset. <laughs> he he wants you to agree with him, but he well, won't want you to be obvious about it. So don't nod, or Vince will be like, "Stop nodding." Stop well, nodding. yeah, there is another one of these stories where um, Vince apparently said something insulting to uh, one of the members of the New Day on a plane, and um, he didn't do anything. Um, 
And uh, apparently, as he's, as they're getting off the plane, Jericho told, um, I think Kofi is that him? Yes. Uh, uh, also, uh, pride of pride of Canada, Chris Jericho. Right. Yes. Uh, Jericho's like, hey, man, if you don't confront and fight Vince, if you don't fight Vince now, your career is over Um, because that's how Vince tests people. Apparently, he just insults them. And then um, they got into a fight on the plane. And uh, I guess that was how he demonstrated his uh, good fighting powers. And Vince McMahon is like, hmm. I have no idea how this how this works as a tryout. I just once again, you know, in my in my in my very simple lizard brain, I don't know I don't know much about nothing. You don't fight your boss though. <laughs> Vince McMahon wants you to fight him. There's there's a lot. Vince McMahon gets in fights with his employees on planes a lot. <laughs> there's this uh, Kurt Angle. Him and Kurt Angle were 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 like play wrestling on a plane, and the Undertaker wakes up and sees <sighs> and he sees. Vince is like in a hole. It's like, oh no, Vince is in trouble. They're hurting my boss, and like chokes out Kurt Angle. There are three men doing submission holds on a plane. <laughs> I can barely walk to the bathroom on a plane. How is this happening? Don't fight on a plane. He also back to the if if he died if he died on on screen or er, er, on wrestling he'd like to be eaten. He doesn't like to be off screen without there being a good excuse for it. Mm-hmm. So he he needed legitimate like hip surgery, like a, a disc had popped out, and so he c- came up with the answer that uh, human refrigerator Brock Lesnar <laughs> would would drop him in such a way that it would look like he broke his hip and thus had to get hip surgery. <laughs> like of of all the things to be worried about, okay, Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. ate his hip. Just, just hit it with his with his sledgehammer fist, and ate it like it was like oysters. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the inside of a hip looks like. I feel like that's correct. Yeah, it's all just jelly in there. Okay. Yeah, I, I buy that. Yeah. Well, would I lie to you? No, mm, no, I don't. Who are you mm, going to believe, me or Vince McMahon? You got me. You got yeah. me. Yeah, Vince, Vince McMahon. You have not made your son kiss your ass yet, so mm, no. I can I can still trust you. Not yet, but there's still time. Um, but there's not any more time in, in this podcast because um, we ran out of podcast bucks. Um, they're not they're not paying me. They're not. Please help. Please help. Uh, please, um, please help help support the wrestlers. Um, where do you want people to? <laughs> Where do I want them to support the wrestlers? And by the wrestlers, I mean you. I wrestle over on Twitter with witches and witch-based paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. You can find me at twitter.com bloodyhoney underscore and I'll be there. Yeah. Probably, probably like reeling about the fact that man still doesn't know what a burrito is. <laughs> I think we can all enjoy that. That's something that's if you take away one thing from this episode, take away that. Don't eat a burrito with ketchup. And don't do don't eat a steak with ketchup. I'm not one of those people who's like, don't put a ketchup on a hot dog, but don't put ketchup on a steak. I mean, do I'll whatever shame. you want, but I'll sh- I'll shame you for ketchup hot dog all day, but definitely don't do it on a steak. Yeah. I mean it's like, a it'll just be me with a hot dog. It'll be like a whole restaurant if it's, if it's a steak. 
You don't want that. You don't want those troubles. You don't yeah. want those troubles. No, you don't need that. Nobody needs that. Well, um, thank you. Thank you for coming on and sharing the just really awfulness of Vince McMahon with me. Um, I hope you have a McMahon-free week. Here's hoping. Uh, after this, I might, I might, I might get roped into some wrestling thing. You, someone else might ask you to be on a podcast and talk about him, but I will hope that that doesn't happen. Thank you. Um, and uh, until next time, um, bye, kiddos. Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Dad Feelings is a part of Stay Me, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Say Me at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album Foil Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuy for letting us use it. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at dadfeelings and at staymeanco. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.